baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, Edge on a Thursday, the 17th day of August 2017. Uh, the eclipse is upon us here pretty soon. The end of the world, so we'll see if we go past next week. We'll have a little eclipse show, Jamie. You ready for that? I'm ready for it. Uh, yes, the eclipse show is, is uh, maybe like we're going to have the one at Dr. David Weber's uh, out on US 165 North in Monroe. He'll have us out there at some point for a remote. We'll also probably throw in an eclipse show in the meantime and uh, try to get into weighty matters of the world that hopefully you'll be uh, excited about, want to listen, and we thank you for uh, spending an hour with us this morning. As you mentioned, we are the aforementioned Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 in Monroe, 318. 345-4545, Three four five four five four five. Doctor David Weber, North Monroe Hospital. You're welcome to chime in on the text line this morning. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Triple eight nine nine three seven seven six two. Which is the Washita Valley Federal Credit Union text line on any topic we talk about, or if you have some other things going on. Well, you can tell it's getting ready for the favorite time of the year for most people, which is football season. And what better way, Jamie, to get ready for football season? Then Nick Saban going off on reporters. Well, he is, uh, as, as indicated, he was in midseason form. Um, I did see the, uh, the rant, so to speak. And, you know, I can't decide whether it was truly orchestrated or not. Uh, you know, here we are about halfway through camp, and everybody's getting a little bored. Everybody's grumpy and uh, bruised up and so forth. Uh, although Nick Saban, to my knowledge, isn't hitting any of the players, or they're hitting him. Uh, he decided to hit on the media, um, which really, you know, in, in a way, uh, in a very condescending way, I thought. Because, listen, right, wrong, or indifferent, the media, particularly in Alabama, that's your projection. That's what fans want to see. They, they, Unfortunately, Nick, they like to know who has a contusion or a broken fibula or a groin injury particularly want to, but Alabama fans do. It's a way of publicizing your program, okay? Right, wrong, or different. Yep. You don't have to love them. But they're <laughs> and he doesn't. <laughs> and he doesn't. Well, guess what? What if nobody ever showed up? Would he like it then? Would he like it then? You know, somebody just needs to stand up to him and say, screw you. You know what? We're gone. We're done. And that person would be working at the Anchorage. Well, he'll lose his. But see, but that's hey, welcome what, to the North Pole. That's what happens when you let one man have too much we, power. We got a dog show race next week. You got to go cover. Yeah, that's what happens when you let one man have too much power. And you know, Nick Saban is nobody questions. I mean, why should he be secure in his own skin? He knows he's the best coach. He's got the best resources. He's got the best program in college football. I'll bet Ohio State maybe a close second. Well, but, you, you get those guys but, at elite levels. And, you know, the media does sometimes, Jamie. And, and again, speaking as, as, a, as a former coach, the media, you, you nobody understands the inner workings of a program 
unless it's the players or the coaches. We can all, you and I can all make projections. We're going to go through LSU's schedule. Hey, I think they're going to win here. They're not going to win here. And, and everybody does it. It's fun to talk about because basically it kills time before the game starts, and then we can start overanalyzing each play right. call and each game, win or lose, uh, what have you. But, you know, Nick Saban, to his point, he goes, look, I don't even know why we play the games. You guys already have these projections and predictions. and That's their job. I know. But it's also people take that at face value a lot of times. and You know, who do you think uh, publicized the Les Miles deal more than anybody? The media pushed that narrative. When the guy down there for the advocate wrote about, is Les Miles really coaching for his job when they were playing years yeah. ago? LSU was the number one team in the country two weeks before that, the first time the football poll came out. And then this guy, and I know the guy, and he's a decent guy, but it is the clickbait headline. Is Les Miles coaching for his job? And you got the people that didn't like him to begin with. Oh, yeah, he's coaching for his job. That thing took a life of its own. And so you want to know why a lot of coaches push back against media? It's stuff like that. Terry, I spent 21 years of my life listening to a man almost daily on the radio who was probably highly responsible for a lot of coaches losing their job, and that's Paul Feinbaum. Right. And he seemed to take great umbrage in it. I don't really think he did, but – Oh, these guys have bigger egos than is, the coaches. He, well, it was his – I mean, he sold books. He, you know, I think he drives a narrative more so than just the guy from the Tuscaloosa News who just wants to know how so-and-so performed. Uh, does Sure, I mean, the inner workings, there's no way, shape, or form any of us know – uh, just like you in basketball, you've forgotten more than most of us will ever know. But the problem is you've got to have some way to get the – I understand, you know, it is – he. but the way he does it, it's like you're just a, a nerd. You know, yeah, they are, probably are. We're nerds. You know, we don't know as much football. So, but that is what we do to, in order to generate interest. You make $11 million a year because so much interest has been generated in your program. Now, you can hate the people asking you a question. That's fine. But think about, sit back when you got a chance right. to eat a little Debbie at home with Miss Terry. Think about why you were able to make $11 million this year because there's so much interest in your program because people pay, care who has a groin injury on the Alabama practice. I know. I know it's not, you know, it's, it's agitating. I th- but I you think, know what? I think where people draw the line, and I think a lot of coaches – uh, we'll draw the line here, especially at that level, right? right? I think where a lot of people get upset, and we're seeing it everywhere from ESPN to Fox and you name it, right. even ourselves. We're, I'm guilty of it. I won't say you, but you're guilty as I am. When the media people interject themselves and make themselves part of the story. Uh, I'll give you a great example. Stephen A. Smith, right. Bayless, those guys interject themselves, and they want to be part of the story, and then they get surprised when there's pushback on that, or you see coaches firing back or players firing back uh, at the media guys. You know, it's like the old adage, you know, never pick a fight with somebody that buys ink by the barrel. And well, the same thing that goes here. I mean, is Feinbaum a lot more powerful than the guy that writes for the, t- the Tuscaloosa Daily Bugle? Yes. Can Feinbaum make or break some people? I think he certainly shapes it. Jamie, we shape opinions here. Sean Fox, Mark Kramer, Santoria, me, you, all these guys, Nick Brown, everybody shapes opinions. Now, people will agree with us. They won't agree with us. Um, but I don't think we've ever deal. projected ourselves as the ultimate authority on things. I, I mean, I, we're just, I know everything. No, you don't. Uh, neither do I. And I don't think we even 
in, you know, in our defense, I don't think we even try to project that image. I mean, we are uh, a relatively small market, you know, station. We're just trying to do our best every day. We're trying to do, as we say, uh, you know, in our bumper, we're trying to entertain, enlighten, and, and sometimes enrage. We're not trying to be the end-all and the do-all. We know our role. We know how to stay. We try to stay in our lane. But we do want to engage. Stay in your lane, Jamie. Listen, you know, it's like me on the garbage situation. I just want things to get better. I just want things to get better. I can't do it alone, but I'm just giving my opinion. You know, litter hurts. Uh, it hurts you know what I like industry. about you. You know what I like about you other than your height? What's that? You're passionate about things like that. And, and you know, I because think, it makes a difference. Well, I think we've lost a lot of that in, in, in maybe a generation. Again, I sound like the old guy here, but... You know, people that are passionate about things, those are the people that evoke change. They, right. they, they do. It's a, it's a change agent. And uh, going back, you know, you look at Nick Saban. Do you think that Nick Saban just got mad at the reporter and just went off, or do you think it was planned? There's nothing. The guy, the guy ties his shoes with a plan. Yeah. The guy eats the Little Debbie breakfast cake with a plan. Uh, you know, is this a way to defer attention off of a, another subject? Is this a way to send a message? A lot of coaches will talk to their team, especially at that level, through the media. And they will manipulate the media just like the media is trying to manipulate them. They're trying to get Saban to say something about somebody, and then they'll run with it, and they'll go to that person. And it's been done because it's interesting because people are going to do the clickbait. People are going to buy the news, not so much newspapers anymore, but they're going to click on the – when you and I start doing research for the show, and we pull up ESPN, we pull up all these other sites, these sports-related sites, I, I look at clickbait. Yeah. You know, I, the one I saw today, and, you know, we'll hit this after the break, but – uh, Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, yeah. gets in a Twitter spat with Russell Westbrook. Uh, Chad Ocho Cinco, who's 6'1", 188, and apparently retired and bored, is trying to challenge Russell Westbrook to one-on-one in basketball. Because Chad Ocho Cinco, whose ego is bigger than Dallas, uh, you want to play the reigning MVP in the NBA. I'm going to tell you what, I'm not a big Russell Westbrook fan, but if there's one thing Russell Westbrook can do, he can play one-on-one. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and so yeah. Russell Westbrook tweet, uh, tweeted it back like uh, Chad Ochocinco said, hey, I want to challenge Russell Westbrook. You name it. And Russell Westbrook tweeted back, in what? <laughs> I, know, I know it's not basketball. He goes, no, basketball. You, and so they kind of went back and forth. And Russell Westbrook, it's the reigning MVP in the National Basketball Association. Ocho, I know you could probably dunk and you might have a little game about you. Bro, you ain't playing in the NBA. Those people have no concept. How the guys that never play in the NBA that sit on the end of the bench, those cats are really, really good, Jamie. They are very good, uh, and I think a lot of that is just like you said to make people feel relative again. And I think Chad Ochocinco is trying to feel relative again. He probably misses the spotlight. Nick Saban doesn't miss the spotlight because, and I give him credit. He he's, creates the spotlight. Well, he and he's figured the same thing out that Donald Trump has. Uh, Can't wait to hear this one. No, there's. <laughs> But what's funny is I would probably say Saban leans much more to the left than, than Trump does. But what's funny is he learned a long time ago, and he knew it. He was smart enough to see that he could get the people of Alabama and the fans of the University of Alabama more on his side if he had an adversarial relationship with the media. This was programmed and planned. and Because I know. I, I, I know enough Alabama fans I had of his, his friends, believe it or not, that just absolutely took – I mean, it was almost an orgasmic experience for them when, when Saban went off on the media. They just absolutely loved it.
because see the media so that the hate of the media began <laughs> possibly in Alabama because you don't challenge you know the almighty there and uh that's when and that just galvanized the Alabama fan base even more well, yeah, which it's I, us against yeah, them that's what we've done yeah, these days and not only football and sports but across America mm-hmm. it's become a us against them and it depends on which side us is yeah. and which side them is uh, and the media takes sides. Let's not pretend that they don't. Sure. In Alabama, I would guess that probably 95% of the media is kind to Saban and very flattering and make sure that they don't write anything that could potentially offend him or, or the Alabama fans. You get other media probably toward Auburn, they're going to be a little bit more negative toward Alabama because that's what their fan base wants. Uh, you know, that's true. Uh, I would, would argue that Auburn, you know, they – they always like to use the little brother uh, analogy and things like that, and um, I don't know. I think almost from a from a financial standpoint, I would say Auburn can almost go blow to blow with Alabama. Sure, and so can LSU, uh, and so can and so can a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah they, they I mean, can financially, but, but there is a reason that Alabama is the preeminent football program in the country right now. And, and you know, and you and I talked about this. This is going to be good. We're going to take a break. We talked about this yesterday about the perceived value, the perceived skill, the perceived uh, the perception of the head coaches currently in the SEC as compared to other conferences or even what the SEC was five, six years ago. The one thing that's remained the same, the person that's the most high-profile coach in America is still getting the most high-profile players in America. That spells success. Nobody else in the country, now are, are there some people making strides on that? Michigan, for example, Ohio State, yes. But do you think the gap of the SEC has closed, or is it still as wide as it was two years ago? Terry, Hold that thought. I got something to mention a, about. I, I knew you yep. would. I'm going to give yep. you a chance to take uh, You're listening to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx on a Thursday. John Tabor running the board as always. Manning the Death Star. You're listening to ESPN again. This segment sponsored by our friends. At PowerWorks Gourmet Pizza by Design. Go see them on Tower Drive next to Nukes and Monroe. Seven ninety nine lunch special, folks. I'm hungry right now. That sounds really good to me. Mm-hmm. They open the doors at eleven and go if, be there. If you enjoy pizza today, tell them. Uh, matter of fact, you can drop by and uh, and bring me some pizza if you wish. And anyway, we'll be back in a moment. Do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big money on a car or truck. Friendly service, folks you can trust. We put good people behind the wheel. Jim Taylor Ford, we're making it real. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real. Get it real. Jim Taylor deal at Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. McKinney Honda's 32nd annual open house is here. Get all the goods for the woods you need for the hunting season. Here's Richie McKinney. Our fall open house is going on all week, and there's no better time to buy that Kawasaki four-wheeler or side-by-side that you've been wanting. All week, save big on 2017 Kawasaki's. Save $800 on mules, $2,000 on a Terex, and $1,000 on Kawasaki 750 Brute Force. Also, 
You can lay away now and pick it up September 1st, 2nd, or 3rd and save on the taxes. While you're saving on all the goods for the woods throughout the store this week, be sure and register for the four-wheeler to be given away. Then join us on Saturday for the drawing, free food, and refreshments. Read owner's manual and all product warnings. Kawasaki ATVs with engines of 90cc and above are recommended for use only by persons 16 years of age or older. Kawasaki also recommends all ATV riders take a training course. It's McKinney's 32nd Annual Fall Open House. This is your chance to say big all week at McKinney's, your outdoor superstore, Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. A home is your comfort, your shelter. It's a place where you grow and become. I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx joining you on a Thursday, the 17th day of August 2017. Appreciate you being part of our day and making us part of your day. You can chime in on the Washington. Federal Credit Union text line, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762. As a couple of you guys have already chimed in on that, uh, let's just say that Charles is not a Saban fan. Uh, at any rate, this segment is sponsored by friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support a worthwhile cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. Jamie, my contention is that perhaps Saban's was orchestrated. I would say so, uh, and I don't think that, listen, anybody that thinks that uh, that it isn't orchestrated needs to understand that, it, to your point, everything he does has a plan to it. He's the most you know, organized person in America. You've heard about, quote, unquote, the process. But I will tell you this. I, I mean, think he it, scripts it, bathroom breaks for him. Probably so, but I will say this. All you have to know, and, of course, this is going to raise the ire of some of the Alabama fan base, I'm just telling you, it's Alabama fans that tell me this information and some on very much on the inside. Uh, all you had to know when Nick, and I, I know this because the person told me themselves who confronted Nick about this, if you take on Nick Saban, this happened at LSU, he was getting in a little hot water about his long-distance phone calls. He doesn't call the athletic director. He calls Mark Emmert. It's because he doesn't answer to the athletic director. Mark, Mark Emmert says, I'll take care of it. I'm just saying this is a long-standing relationship. It started before Alabama. Also, you can count on the Crimson Tide and their fan base every year bringing in a lot of money into the NCAA coffers. Kind of like, oh, I don't know, North Carolina in basketball, for example. 
you know, how that's going with uh, their investigation. I think they'll probably be given, oh, I don't know, maybe they'll have their gift certificates from Chick-fil-A taken away from them. I don't know. Or pro- a fair state will probably get four years probation and a loss of 14 scholarships. Yeah, Coastal Carolina's sweating this one. <laughs> you better believe it. But, it, I mean, it's just the way it is. I think it's it's good fodder. It's uh, It keeps Alabama in the news um, because it was everywhere. All of a sudden it just blew up. For some, I mean, it's amazing. Whenever he goes ballistic, and it, it really wasn't, you know, it was. I would say it was more condescending. He wasn't yelling. I think yelling. it was tongue-in-cheek stuff. Was I, think tongue it was, I think it was shtick. He was, he was laughing about it, but, you know, it keeps, it keeps his uh, program relative in the media, and uh, Look, that's, that's, the, that's, that's, that's intentional. This is the highest-profile team in the highest-profile sport, and he's the highest-profile coach and highest in paid. America. And, and anything he says, anything he does – see, it's also a recruiting angle on this, Jamie. Sure. The recruits out there and their advisors, hey, Coach Saban takes up for the players. Coach Saban's not going to – and it's, it's a mind game, if you will, and it works very, very well. Uh, again, nobody knows the inside of these things. There's a reason Orgeron shut down a lot of their practices to the media. It's not because they're putting in super secret plays. It's because there's things he needs to get accomplished uh, that Nick Saban has been there. Urban Meyer has been there or, or some of these other coaches has been there for a certain amount of time. You're able to establish things as a new coach. Uh, all eyes are on you. All the culture is going to disseminate downward from the head coach. So uh, it's a critical time. Uh, I think Orgeron handled it well last year, but he was on an interim basis. It was a tryout. This year, the whole you, you got the keys to the car now. It's not a lease anymore. You just bought the car. I would say, though, uh, that this is where I think he's grown as a coach. And I'm not saying, you know, I don't think they're, you know, I don't – you know, I don't think they're going to set the world on fire this year. Um, hopefully, they you know will have a successful season. But you know, eight and four, nine and three, you know, wouldn't surprise me. Cause I think you take nine and three right now and call it a day. You better believe it. Without even playing the games, but uh, why are we even playing the games? Yeah, of course. You know why? Was, you know, here we go again. Why you guys are making all these? I don't know. That's and we do. They we make do. predictions. We're making a prediction based right. on what we think. Or, or, you know, personnel, and it's interesting to go back at the end of the year and see how close or how accurate or how far off you really were. That is a statement made from, uh, you know, hopefully from my head and not from my heart, but I would say this, that, you know, you've got a situation where I think you've, you've got a co- head coach there that knows, uh, talk about knowing your role or staying in your lane. I think he, as Clint Eastwood says, I think he knows his limitations. His limitations are. Man's got to know his limitations. You've got, you know, coaches. Who was it? Mike Ditka said, coaches coach, players make plays, right? You've got to allow. He's got two of the best in the biz around him. If you want to believe all the pundits out there that he's got, and he's smart enough to turn them loose, he's letting everybody, position coach, you know, do their thing. That was something he didn't do. He was an absolute control freak at Ole Miss. Couldn't. You know, uh, and the same thing. Just and he, he, but when he got to USC, you know, he's he's learned. Now, is that going to make all of a sudden LSU a better team? I don't know. I don't know if that automatically. Who's going to be happy going nine and three? Uh, you weren't happy with Les Miles winning ten games. You know, I think the but that boils down to I don't think it was a personal situation with Les. As far as it's not that people didn't like him, it was just the inability to evolve. Nick Saban evolved. 
you know he didn't like Lane Kiffin. It was obvious he wasn't a big fan of Lane Kiffin. But he, Lane Kiffin, gave him the thing he needed at that time to keep Alabama successful because he knew he had to go, for at least the time being, blow for blow with teams in a spread offense, and he had to be able to look. I mean, I think when Auburn beat him that year, well, sure. I, I think that really maybe opened his eyes. And you got to give credit for being able to change like that. Sure. Lane Kiffin to Alabama is the equivalent of a JUCO player, a junior college player. Hey, I need somebody that's experienced, somebody that knows what's going on. They got some baggage, but I don't have time to develop somebody. I need 1-800-JUCO. I think Lane Kiffin was 1-800-JUCO in terms of the offensive ability for Alabama. Does this surprise you at all that Lane Kiffin now as a head coach is getting all these kids getting kicked out of Oklahoma? No. No, none whatsoever. Lane Kiffin has developed that re- – Saban helped him develop that reputation. I want to win. I have to win at Florida Atlantic right now, and I got to win now. And I got to do whatever it takes. Jamie, if Lane Kiffin wins eight games this year, nine games, probably eight, he has a Power Five job this time next year because his name is going to be mentioned for every single job that comes up in America, bar none. I'm not sure it won't take more than one year, but I mean, I, I think even the people in uh, Jamie, Boca Raton him, don't think he's there for a long time. You haul. get him at a discount right now. You know, you look at some of the people. You take Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. Kevin Sumlin's on the hot seat. You know, they're paying Chavis all this money, and their defense couldn't stop a leaky sink. Uh, they're just not very good. And, and well, you know, ultimately, yeah. as a coach, that's your fault. You recruit the players to do what it is you need done, and that's how you're evaluated. So I, I think that's the biggest one out there right now, Texas A&M. Brett Belima, I think he's on a little bit of a hot seat. You look at some of these other people across the country, and if I'm a president, if I'm a booster club of a Power Five, and I can go get a Lane Kiffin, for literally pennies on the dollar of what you would have to pay him in a free market if, he's, if he continues winning there, I think that's a great gamble, and I think you're going to see it. And I think he's leveraging himself at Florida Atlantic with those players, and I think you're going to see Lane Kiffin in a Power 5 next year. I don't think so. Uh, I may be wrong, but I think it's going to take more than one year to, to rehab. But I'll say this. One of the most interesting dynamics I think is going to play out this year uh, is between two coaches because I think this coach, I think Lane Kiffin could have been the head coach at Houston and it went to Major Applewhite, okay? Uh, you know, Tom Herman had brought the Houston program. It, they were you – now, I'm not – I'm sure, to me, the jury's still out on Tom Herman. Kevin Sumlin resurrected that program. Kevin Sumlin got that program headed in the right direction. Let's give Absolutely. credit where credit's due. Yeah. Herman comes in and I think amplified that, but the groundwork was laid by Kevin Sumlin. Now you have Major Applewhite, who is a fixture in Texas. I mean, he's a Baton Rouge guy, but he is a fixture as a former uh, much-loved, beloved quarterback at the University of Texas. And so do you keep it in that program or do you roll the dice on Lane Kiffin? I think in that situation they probably made the right choice. I think you're going to see Kiffin go to like a – FS says, over, uh, under how long it takes Kiffin to get FAU investigated by the NCAA. Uh, I'll take the under, and they're probably doing it now, as they are most <laughs> everybody else. Uh, and you guys are welcome to join us. Quint uh, tells us, nine and three works for LSU as Bama. If Bama is one of the nine, uh, Quint, I wouldn't bet the rent payment on that one. No, I, not, they've <laughs> Don't got a mortgage to the house on that Recent track one. history doesn't recommend that's going to happen this year, but it might. Um, again, also – you, you, we might want to say that, you know, at a place like Houston, for example, 
uh, you know, granted it's a you know power five, but been able to have a, a steady consistency in a place like that, South Florida, uh, you know, FAU, it's even harder. Uh, but they have some resources there. He's making it a destination now yeah. for kids that don't have any other. Look. He's I, selling Boca Raton. He's selling Florida. No, he's, he's selling, selling Lane Kiffin. Well, he's selling it. Lane Kiffin. Hey, look, I work with a freshman. He's uh, the, the SEC player of the year right. last year. Look what I did at USC. Look what I did at Tennessee. Look, I've been an NFL head coach. I've got these connections. I think those kids are, uh, and, and even Kiffin in, in, on the sidelines, because there was the Kiffin cam. Last year, he got more ahead time than, than Nick Saban did. But Kiffin was always encouraging those players, always involved with them. That's a recruiting message. So if I'm a player uh, that maybe has had some issues academically, legally, whatever it may be, I'm looking for a new chance. I, you know, I'm a JUCO guy. I got a JUCO coach in the equivalent of Lane Kiffin at FAU going, you know what, we're going to come in here, we're going to win now. We're not, we're not building stuff. We're winning now, and I've used that line myself. We're winning today, and then we're going to win tomorrow. You do that with players. One player gets you another, gets you another, gets you another. I think the guy's out of there at the end. I really do. I think if he wins eight or nine games, which I think he will, I think they've had time to put some players in place. Uh, I, I absolutely, you know, he hired the guy from last chance, you, uh, Clint Trickle, the former West Virginia quarterback. Yeah, Clint Trickett, that, yeah. Yeah, Trickett, that was uh, the offensive coordinator at uh, last chance, you. Yeah. And that quarterback, DeAndre Johnson, yep. just went to him. I see our other guy. Uh, Chris Robinson from Oklahoma. Chris Robinson. Who has to sit out, I think, but uh, still. Franklin. Yes. John Franklin that John. just went, so they're going to make. So it's going to be a destination for it's a gonna while. It's going to be a de- for, But it's not because it's FAU. It's because it's Lane Kiffin. That's why, and they got resources behind it. So, interesting things. Well, you know, a bunch of other texts out here on Kevin. We come back. I'm going to say I'm going to show you a place that I wish I'd went to school at because uh, I'd have had a 4.0. And uh, I'm going to show you, Jamie, how you can get a 4.0 in college and never have to worry about eligibility again. You listen to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, La Edge, rolling here on a Thursday morning. This segment sponsored by Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you. 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, back o momento, ESPN, the 977. For generations and still today, parents trust H. Michael Sports to gear kids up for youth football and soccer. All-star football helmets, $49.99. Champ Pro integrated football pants, extra small to Husky, $17.99. Shin guards to soccer balls, cleats for football or soccer. Good sports know if it's on the field, it's in the store. Nike, Under Armour, Russell, Adidas, head to toe. Everything they need is at H. Michael Sports. Still on Forsyth, still local. H. Michael Sports. Put the power and comfort of Lincoln in your hands with spectacular deals from J. Mallard Ford Lincoln. Get 4,000 customer cash back on new 2017 Navigators plus 0% financing for 72 months with approved credit. And that's in addition to the big J. Mallard discounts. Or see their selection of certified pre-owned Lincolns with factory warranties up to 100,000 miles. Your Lincoln is waiting at J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro. Visit jmallardford.com. The West Washtaw Youth Sports Association registration opens on July 22nd and ends on August the 23rd. 
for football, soccer, and cheerleading, you can register online at wysassociation.websitesiplay.com or check the website for registration dates at the complex. Cost for football and soccer is $90 and cheerleading is $90 plus uniform. The 42nd Annual Pinecone Invitational will be held September 2nd through the 4th at Calvert Crossing Golf Club. The Pinecone is a pre-flighted four-ball golf tournament you will not want to miss. Your entry fee includes tea gifts, food and drinks each day, cash prizes, three rounds of tournament golf, and a practice round. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Call Calvert Crossing Golf Club today to sign up. 397-0064. Hi, Kevin from Hitech. The latest cyber attack has already infected hundreds of thousands of computers in over 150 countries, brought down hospitals, railroads, banks, and even Federal Express right here in the U.S. Are you concerned that you may be vulnerable to the latest cyber attack? Then don't wait. Give us a call at 255-1110 and we'll provide guidance on how you can verify that you're secure. We also have checklists on our website at solutionsbyhitech.com or find us on Facebook. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to The Edge on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, blowing up here on The Edge. All right, Jamie, so uh, here's the deal. Have we hit a nerve? We, we've, we've hit a nerve. You, uh, by the way, you're welcome to, ch- to text in 888 888- Nine nine three seven seven six two, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spa Novell. Go see them on Lanny Lane, Lemmy, not Lemmy Lane. It is Lemmy Lane. It is Lemmy Lane. Lemmy yeah, Lane it's uh, Lemmy Lane and kind of close to uh, Bienville. Yep. Yeah, three three one eight eight zero seven ten sixty Spa Novell. All right, so you know, Jamie, you went to college, and I, I tell my players no, this for, for years. You know, if I can get a degree, it's obviously not that hard. Uh, and it's just more of a, oh, I don't know, it's a marathon race as opposed to a sprint. A sprint. And so the University of Georgia, a, prof- a business professor, and I'm thinking the North Carolina people, this is, they're going, why didn't we think of this? University of Georgia professor, a business professor, they're starting school this week, has on his syllabus that, you know, there's a lot of stressful things going on in the world, people protesting, people upset, and not only the world, but America. Uh, as you know, we're, there's a very big divide among a bunch of different things for reasons in America, and, and it's been that way for a long time. It's, I think, a lot more reported on now. Is it, is it a higher level than what it has been? I would probably tell you it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, at any rate, he's come up with an idea. It's a stress relief. He said, look, I don't want you kids to stress about your tests and about your education and your coursework. So if you get a, a grade on one of my tests or, or projects that you don't like, just email me and tell me what grade you think you should have gotten, and I'll change your grade to that. I like this guy. Well, before you get there, I think you need to start calling me Dr. Waldrop and uh, because I feel like I should have a medical degree. Not, not a Ph.D., a medical degree because I feel like I really deserve Are you kidding me? It's a stress relief. Oh, my. I'd, I'd have been on the D's list at, at, at NLU back in the day. You could email your professor 
and tell him, look, I know I didn't study and I party the whole time and I made a 12 out of 100, but, you know, I think I, I deserve a solid B for, for my work, and you get a B out of it. North Carolina's going, what, 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 we've been faking classes for all these years, and all we had to do is get the professor to say, hey, just tell us what grade you want. Where did you and I mess up? By not going to Georgia, right apparently. Right now, we could. Why is it everybody flocking to college? Because you can go, you can have your safe space, whatever that is, and you can have benders every night. You can be around hot chicks. And we did that and still graduated. And yeah, <laughs> well, the benders well, anyway. Well, you can be around hot chicks. You can uh, you can have if you don't. It's kind of like the Sean Fox school of of, of uh, school. You know, uh, you know. A test can be retaken, but a good party could never be relived, right? So that's what I've heard. And that's what that was kind of his rule of thumb. It, it took him five or six years to figure it out, but he did. Um, in this case, also, you know, this professor who is just a compassionate, caring, you know, stress. You feel stressed out. You don't like your grade. Yeah, hit me up, and I'll see what I can do. And he he comes right out and says, "I'll change it." No, yeah. it tells you, just tell me the grade that you want. And so naturally, people have just bombarded them on Twitter. A lot of the social justice warriors, well, that's the thing to that's do. That's a love, because, uh, yeah, because, stress. You know, hey, pay, you know what my motto is, pay your fees, get your bees. <laughs> <laughs> pay your fees, get your bees. Like, exactly. I'm going to copyright that. Absolutely. Well, of course, this doesn't equate effort put into making that grade, but that doesn't matter anymore. Effort doesn't care as long as it's. Uh, everything is considered equal or fair. Um, gee, I wish that would work for you and me. Uh, maybe we could have held on to some jobs a little bit longer. Or again, maybe, again, call but, me uh, Dr. Waldron. Yeah, I could have said, well, I, I'm sorry. I, you, it's too much stress. Yeah, all I know is if I am uh, the football coach at the University of Georgia, or the, or any coach for that matter, I got every kid taking that guy's. Hey, what class is he teaching? Advanced microbiology? I just got seven guys I put in microbiology. Terry, you and, you and I now equate stress in different ways, don't we, than we did back then. I think you know what our stress is now. Um, anyway, we won't get into that. But, uh, we, you know, there's medicinal help for that. SEC, now. baby, it just means more. It just means more. Yeah, it, indeed, it does. Absolutely. It just means it, more. It, it, and one needs opportunity as well. Opportunity doesn't knock on our door as often as it once did. George, I'll leave it at that. George, the university, and when it does, it costs you a lot of money sometimes. How would you feel if you're a graduate of the University of Georgia and mm-hmm. you're reading this going, I remember when I, I had, had a VA. study. Yes. And I stayed up all day. We've all done that. What have we done this for? Just how about this? How about you pay your money and whatever degree you want, you get. Hey, I want I want a I want an airline pilot degree. Here you go. How you getting on that plane? <laughs> hey, did uh, you know where'd you go to? Uh, you know, aviation school at? No, I stayed at a Motel Six last night. I'm good. Yeah, I got my degree from Holiday Inn Express. I mean, absolutely. yeah, Holiday Inn Express. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I said Holiday Inn Express last night. I got to be in, kidding. Indeed. They get whatever grade. They, the North Carolina people, they just fired advisors going, hey, we had to scam and scheme to get kids in there. We just get the professors to stress. I know when I was failing a class, I was pretty stressed. Yes, I was. <laughs> you know, that would alleviate. Maybe we should do this. But you and I didn't have a safe space to go to. We didn't have uh, – there was no recourse. We were like – You had to yeah. take it again. And then you, you know what that was worse is, you know, the – the professor looked at you differently, didn't he? When he knew you were going, when you were failing, I mean, even 
you know, people like me that sat on the front row and tried to pay attention and were you just sat obviously on the front so row? well it figures. Yeah, uh, well, close to the front. So I didn't not to draw attention to myself, I just wanted to show you know <laughs> How about this? Man? Okay, let's get how, it. How many athletes are gonna be in energy informatics and data data management? <laughs> Energy and from, uh, Joshua Dobbs probably is the only one that can. <laughs> no, no, that. no. There's going to be a ton because that's the two classes this guy teaches. Yeah. There's going to be a ton. Energy informatics and data management. I, we probably needed that. Well, you know, it, you know, and here's what he's done before. This is you know the first time he said pick your own grade. His tests are open book, open notes. Dear God, this guy's awesome. No, no, he goes further. Uh, and you have in class presentations. They can only receive positive comments by your peers. Nobody can say, dude, that ain't very good. Only positive. So does everybody get a trophy when they leave the class? Uh, no, they get an A. Or certificate? They Unless get somebody that has really low self-esteem only and they give themselves a B. Only positive reinforcement. Mm. Or what, if you, what if you get somebody that's just like extremely smart and they want to penalize themselves, they give themselves a D? That's not going to happen. It might. You don't know. Have we had anybody chime in on this? Oh, we've had a bunch of people. <laughs> like, are you serious? And you know, because I'm serious. This I'll, is no, I say stuff a lot of times. I'll make stuff up or yeah. this. No, this is real, folks. This this, this is absolutely 100 percent real. My surgery, man. This is happening. And uh, American University has another one. Any kids that they feel like are stressed yeah. during the year, okay. well, they have uh, a safe space for them, Jamie, where they can go play. And I'm going to do this with a straight face. There is hot cocoa provided. And they can play brisk games of cornhole. It is a safe space. There's a American lot of University. directions we could go on that one. But I, well, I did s- not crack my voice, but yeah. I'm reading this verbatim mm-hmm. from a uh, from a newspaper site. And so, if you feel like that you're being cocoa and cornhole, that's right. They, you know, two things that make life worth living. Makes you wonder if there's anything in the cocoa. But uh, I'm just anyway. I'm just saying that. Uh, you know, I'm thinking to myself right now. These are not the people I want fighting ISIS, right? Well, ISIS needs some cocoa. We, we're, this is not the kind of people we want trying to uh, convince Kim Jong crazy that, you know, let's put that nuclear warhead down. These are not the people that we want in positions of authority where they're, oh, I don't know, maybe a slightly tough call needs to be made like, you know what, we're going to, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to take out the world leader. Uh, these are not the people that that we want in positions of authority, and our universities have become breeding grounds for this kind of thought. Sorry, college students. You're weak, limp-wristed, and vacillating. A lot of them are. And uh, you, need, you, need to, you need to grow up. Uh, no, life is not going to be not. like that. No, apparently, you know, but what do you do? You know what those people do? I'll tell you what they do. They never leave the college environment. I wouldn't. No, heck no. Why would they ever... I, I got a cousin. I love her death. She's cute, swan. She cannot function in society. I, I, my biggest stress if I was doing that, I'd be waiting on my Antifa hoodie to come in. Yeah, <laughs> that well, would be the biggest stress I have in life. I, I don't. I, you and I get called worse than Antifa. I don't know. Um, but how? You know, that's how all you right. State. We get called everything in the book. Uh, yeah, that's okay. I call it back. Yeah, it. American okay. University, though, uh, if you got finals, there's an all-inclusive, stress-free zone. Mm-hmm. They've also put signs out there. Uh, a sign posted outside the dining hall on campus. They did this back in the spring. Absolutely no studying for finals, looking at flashcards, or calculated grades tolerated beyond this point. Why didn't I go to school here? All right, Jamie, you can't study. You can't even think about your grades. Oh, 
There's so in other words, cor- here's the cornhole game and some cocoa. Okay, so here's the meet my friend Claude. I mean, well, let's try to rationalize this as best we can in our feeble minds. Um, so they don't want anything to interrupt the dining experience. Is that what it's all about? Is that why you can't study during your? So they, you have to. I mean, what happens? Do they? I mean, do you get manis and petties? Stress is called stressless fest. And and the sign said, relax, and and I'm looking at the sign, relax, enjoy your food, play games. Uh, Like cornhole. uh, Yeah, I I guess that's the top game there, which Uh makes a little sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're able to, uh, they got de-stress kits. They were given hot cocoa. They played cornhole. They had granola bars, soothing teas. And, uh, we Do they wonder, have a, pu- a puppy petting corner? Uh, yeah, they, there are other people that bring puppies, puppies in there and, to let them cats. pet. Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. And they t- also tell you how to de-stress without using alcohol or marijuana. Oh, no, I can't. Uh, I can't imagine. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll give them the alcohol. But, I mean, come on, this is a – got to have the Mary Jane in there. Um, uh, yeah. Although it can be synthetic if they – you know, if you want to – if that's more healthy. Uh, you know. University of Missouri, Kansas City. Uh-huh. Not to be confused, University of Missouri – that had issues before, mm-hmm. they offered uh, healthy snacks and adult coloring books. I'm not sure what the adult coloring books uh, definition is. We'll just leave it like that. South Carolina Chapel Hill hosted a de-stressing event last year. South Car- oh, there's a South Carolina Chapel. South- North Carolina Chapel Hill. University of South, yeah, it has to be North Carolina. Okay. It's written incorrectly here. but uh, Well, they, I mean, they were drinking their tea. They had a giant ball pit, you know, like the little kids pit at yeah. McDonald's, a giant ball pit. And uh, they also can make their own s'mores. Um. <laughs> Ozzy, appropriate enough. It's a crazy train. This ESPN let's get, let's, 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 let's break before we go to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, yeah. And, and coming back, we're going to have a little uh, Hugh Freeze update. <laughs> That's uh, a nice transition. John, we got, we got to get a little Motley crew going on that one. I figured this out. He wasn't, this wasn't calling escort services. He was just trying to find safe spaces. Hugh Freeze found a few. He's got a little more time to find safe He wasn't playing now. games, that's for sure. He was not playing games. Just ESPN 97.7, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, the segment brought to you by our, <laughs> our title sponsor and great friend, Dr. David Weber. I hope he's still our title which sponsor. Which is there a safe space for the animals? Goes to him on US 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. The debauchery continues. We return ESPN. It's coming to TP Outdoors, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Once a year for three days only, TP Outdoors celebrates Second Amendment rights with tax-free, interest-free, and TP's lowest sale prices this year. Like an Icon Buckmaster 3 9x50 rifle scope, 98 bucks. The on-time 30-gallon Tomahawk tripod, an incredible $69.97. And Magtech 5.56 ammo, 1,000 rounds with free metal ammo can, just $298.88. And that's interest-free and tax-free. Once a year, September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at TP Outdoors. Briard in Monroe, Trenton Street, West Monroe. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals and should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. 
That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. And welcome back in ESPN 977. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling along here. You should hear some of the conversation in the break. Uh, yeah, we need to be on XM for that one. Not, not suitable for broadcast. Uh, no. 888-993-7762 is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union hotline. Uh, and text line. Please sure feel free to text us today. A bunch of texts out there. I'm going to read a couple of them. FS and Farmville had a good one. He goes, Hell in the Handbaskets would be a great name for a band. <laughs> Steve. Agreed. Uh, kind of a, going back to our, our discussion on Kiffin, et cetera. Folks love a good underdog and a story of a redemption. If South Florida is as good as some think, they may go undefeated and be in the discussion for the playoff. Even 10 or 11 wins. We'll put Charlie Strong in contention for any job mm-hmm. that's open if he wants it. Beginning with Ole Miss, what do you think? Absolutely. I, I think people are always looking to hire uh, people at a discount. Charlie Strong now has something to prove. But you take, uh, you take like, a Skip Holtz. Skip Holtz has done exceedingly well at Louisiana Tech, and yet he's probably had a lot of opportunities to go back into a power five that, Probably is not as good a job as Louisiana Tech. You're going to win at Louisiana, or he has won at Louisiana Tech. Um, That's one of those situations too where you've been there and done that. I mean, I mean you've been a head going coach to and, Purdue. Good, good luck going to Purdue and trying to win games. Well, I think honestly, uh, you know, granted they haven't been the most, but I mean, East Carolina is a you know pretty pretty strong program has been in the past at least. Pretty strong, uh, Connecticut, uh, South Florida. Uh, you know, he's been at Notre Dame. He's been he's been everywhere. Right. You know, he's been at the pinnacle, not necessarily as a head coach, but at least as an assistant. A lot to be said for calling your own shots. Uh, and, you know, as, you know, you take like a Louisiana Tech job, Jamie. Right. And then you look at some of the other jobs out there in, in quote-unquote, power five conferences. I would tell you, and, and I know the budgets are not the same, I think you win a lot easier at Louisiana Tech than you do, oh, I don't know, uh, someplace like Wake Forest. I think you win at Louisiana Tech a Less lot. Less stress. Uh, yeah, I think you win. To some extent. You know, I, I, you can make the argument that Louisiana Tech is probably a more winnable situation than Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Well, certainly the, you know, the situation being what it is where you're where you're located. I mean, you've got, you know, the South Arkansas you can draw from, Mississippi, Louisiana, you get recruits. Texas. You, you, can recruit you, you Texas. get the recruits, but I'm talking yeah. about if you look at schedule, you look at uh, conference that they're playing in. You know, you know the, the big thing for Power 5 conferences is that, is that a lure of, hey, you could go to the Final Four in football. You could be in the college football playoff. Do you really think the people at Vanderbilt and at Wake Forest 
and at Texas Tech and, and different places are going and telling their kids, hey, we could be in the college. But no, it's not reasonable. It's not rational. Now, college basketball guys, they absolutely can do that. Hey, yeah. we have a chance to get in the tournament, and once we get in the tournament, anything can happen. Those are true statements. But there's nobody, at, you know, you know, and Steve talked about would South Florida be considered uh, in, in going to the college football playoff? Very doubtful. They could go 11-0, and 12-0. I don't think they'd get in. Look at Houston. If Houston had ran the table last year, they're not getting in. I don't know. That's not what Bill Hitchcock. I don't think they get. I, but, I think they I could mean, go after the fact and say that. Bill Hancock, excuse me. Um, I don't think they're getting in. Who are you going to bump out last year? Yeah. Well, Tell me who you're taking. Look, both you Houston fans out there, I'm not knocking Houston. I'm just saying of those four teams that were in it last the year. Logical, only logical would have been Washington. But and they are they won in dominating fashion, arguably the best overall conference in college football last year. Pac-12 could have been. Uh, argument can be made. Um, you know, it, it, if you're looking at uh, Skip Holtz, if you're Skip Holtz in Louisiana Tech right now, and you're you go your dad's Lou Holtz, you don't think oh Blues and is it? Listen, I used to have a saying on my on my desk when I worked in uh, corporate America. Not very well, apparently. Um, my statement was, I'd rather have a steady paycheck than be fascinating. Now, every year we were able to, at a lot of places, you can go in. I know that sounds, I, and I thought, you know, these people are going to think I lack ambition. I lack, you know, it, it wasn't that. I just, I saw people just kill themselves trying to, you know, be like a peacock in a zoo looking for a mate. You know, look at me, look at me, look at me. And... You know, I think he's kind of at a, maybe his age or whatever. He knows he's got a better chance at a steady. Granted, he can probably make hit the hit the lottery somewhere like a Notre Dame, but I, I don't think I think he's 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 in a place where his family's happy. He can be he can he doesn't have to win nine games every year like he's done. Big fish in a, in a pond that's very fishable. Yeah, I mean he's got it down, and you know there was re- there was a lot of talk after he had that down year. There was heat on him for that next yeah. what three years ago, yeah. and he's done really really well since then. And I'm not sure, you know, from all indications are they're having some trouble, you know, with consistency on offense. I'm not sure they're going to win nine games again this year, but that's okay. I how many mean, people would? How many people right now do you think would sign up uh, across the country and go? You know what? If you win, we are going to let you win between seven and eight games. How many people would sign that contract today? Oh. Unbelievable. We get spoiled sometimes, uh, especially, you know, they're going to need counsel when Saban leaves Alabama because that's going to be the biggest meth rush in the history of the world because all of a sudden whoever you bring in after that is not going to do it consistently as what Saban did. Programs rise and fall. They always do. They always have. They always will. Would you say that right now, Terry, the likely successor to Nick Saban would be Dabo Sweeney? If Dabo Sweeney wants to come in and do that. Uh, Dabo Sweeney's That's got his point. own gig at Clemson. I mean, I promise you, they are very happy with it. Is, is Alabama a better job than Clemson? I mean, define what's better. I mean, a place where you're beloved? Well, you've seen what they've spent at Clemson and facility upgrades and everything. It's, you know, it's hard to argue that. Uh, I mean, is, know, is, the, is the, the attraction would be that he wants to go back to his home state and, and you know, take over. I mean, I, there's no question. But, and, and that might be it, but Les Miles turned down Michigan. He's a Michigan guy. Why? LSU's a better job, folks. Mm. Right now, it's a better job. I, th- I, I think Harbaugh is making some serious inroads, yeah. but where's Harbaugh recruiting? Right. 
that's the point I wanted to make, uh, you know, when we were talking yesterday about, you know, the SEC is no longer the, you know, Colin Cowherd said it's no longer the preeminent conference in America, not the strongest and so forth. Uh, I'm going to cede him that to some extent, but I'll just simply say this. Look at the rosters of any big, uh, big 12, big 10 team, big 10 team. Let's use the big 10 as an example. Where do they come for their speed? Florida, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama. He's got three or four kids. Jim Harbaugh's got three or four kids on his roster right now from California, Alabama. Arizona. Yeah, no, absolutely. They, they don't win consistently just because they got big offensive linemen. Jamie, kids, kids want to play that way, though. They want to right. play in a wide-open system. If I, if I am a wide receiver mm-hmm. and, or a quarterback, and I'm, and I'm thinking Les Miles, LSU, so like, you know, the last two or three years, why would I go there? Or I could go to Baylor and throw for 700 yards a game. Uh, I could go to Texas Tech and light it up. I could go to Auburn. It's new flavor of the day is the up-tempo, uh, you know, quick offense, quick hit stuff, spreading the floor or spreading the, the field out. And you look at the NFL, does that translate? Not really. It's pocket passing in the NFL. It's precision games. Well, that's why you can, you know, that's Brett. That's it's going to be real interesting to see because I don't see Brett Berlima ever really changing his offensive philosophy. You know why? Because it's worked for him. It has worked. Coaches worked for him rarely change. Yeah, coaches it, don't change. And man. he, I mean, in his defense, I mean, he's played competitively with Alabama for the most part. I mean, they've been some real slobber knockers between Arkansas and, and Alabama. I mean, you talk about some just some brute, big beef going up against each other. Yeah. And Alabama's won every time. And Alabama's found a way to win every time. I went to the so, game a couple years ago. It was 51 to nothing at Alabama. Between Arkansas? Arkansas and, and Alabama. Yeah, they've had the blowouts, too. I had great end zone scenes with my daughter. And I stayed for the whole game, so well, Saban did not well, yell Nick at me. Well, Nick Saban probably gave you a, uh, a hot cocoa after the game for doing that. I may be the only one that stayed for the whole game, uh, myself and Allison. But, you know, are, are the, I don't know how you didn't drink through that. What's the expectations at Arkansas? Is it really to win a national championship? What's the expectations at Texas A&M? What's the ex- and, and yeah, that's what we go back to. And I know this is a great topic for tomorrow, but I think expectations and reality sometimes are two different things. You got high school football kids right now, and coaches and programs, they're thinking state championship. Yeah, we are going to win a state championship. Mm-hmm. In reality, you're going to be lucky to win three games. You be, you know, but right now everybody's undefeated. Everybody's in a great mood. Same thing in college football. Right now, you got the guy at Wake Forest going, hey, if we run the table, we could be it, which they could be. But running the table, yeah, that table's going to run you. Most of ESPN 97.7, Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, all the answers, all the time. We solve the problems of the world. And, yes, folks, I'm going to go ahead and confirm the rumor. We have been approached about running for uh, the White House in 2020. We, uh, we're mulling that over as we Dumb speak. Dumb and dumber. Yeah, well, yeah. No, the old dude's ticket. <laughs> <laughs> the old angry guy. Ticket. You know what? I don't even get. I, it doesn't even hurt my feelings anymore. I'm just. I'm over it. I'm old. That means that a lot of people are not. When I know I can go to my safe space and drink hot cocoa and play cornhole. I mean, does it really get better? Than is that where that? you're going after this? Don't exactly. answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> With thanks to our sponsors, uh, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, our friends at GB Cooley, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Spotavell, and of course our title sponsor. 
Senior Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, US 165. North. In Monroe, go see him there. The best animal care you're going to get, 318-345-4545. And also, GB Cooley reminding you to support an incredible cause, the Louisiana Special Olympics. For Jamie Foxx and John Tabor, I'm Terry Walter. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Aloha. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.